And welcome to another episode of Deal Talk. I'm Deal. Let's talk. Uh, my guest of the evening is a recording artist, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Give a welcome to Robbie Monroe. Welcome to the show, but how you doing? Hey, I'm good. I'm I'm doing really good today. Um, it's been a real chill day today. <laughs> that's great. That's great. I'm happy to hear that. So let's talk about your your EP. You got a, a EP dropping soon. Uh, yes. Today was the uh, first official day you dropped the song out, right? Yes, this is the first single called Make It Make Sense, Elucidate. So this is more of a, I'd say, a storyline to the whole project. I haven't revealed what the title of the project is yet, but this song is like a good peek into what everything is going to be about. Okay, okay. Well, can we... What can we besides that? What what other hints can you give us? What can we expect with this new project from you? Um, well, it's based off the first single. It is very different than the first EP in the sound, in the vocals. Like it's much more stacking going on, and it's much more upbeat <laughs> than the one previous. Nice. So it's it's very much in your face. I'd say. Got it. Got it. Oh. What's uh what how many tracks is in it? So on the main one is going to be six tracks, but there will be a bonus that comes out even later. Got it. Was it uh did it take you quite some time to to develop the CP? Um I would say no. <laughs> I've been kind of working on the second part for like ever like i always knew i was going to have this in the next part of, of like a series kind of mm-hmm. with my eps so i've been i i have stuff like stacked up for like years to come i'm always thinking about music got it got it what's that what's the name of this project so okay so i guess an exclusive so the name <laughs> of the project <laughs> meeting monroe meeting monroe so in this in this EP, I, we get to know a little bit about you. Yes. Well, in the first one, being Robbie, you got to know about just me personally. Got but it. this one is more about Monroe, who's the stage character that I have. The persona, the 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 entertainer, as mm-hmm. one would say, right? Got yes. it. So you write your own you write and produce your own music? Do you or do you work with uh alongside a producer? Well, I do write everything that I say I wrote, but um, production, I don't really, I play like pieces of a lot of instruments. So I have like a main producer right now. His name is Dub. And I've worked with, yeah. (laughs) And I've worked with some other producers, Smoke Signals and uh, Noisy Sauce. And even before that, like I was just taking beats like off YouTube. So since I can't make it myself, I can make anything into something that's perfect for me. (laughs) Got it. Got it. I like that. When, when, what inspired you to do music? At what, at what age did you start? Well, like I, I want to say so bad, like when I was small, but really (laughs) it was like in the middle of high school. Like I've always been interested in like writing. So like my big thing was writing, but then, like, long-form writing kind of became poetry. Then I kind of dipped into remixes, which I did a lot of. Then got into original music. 
So it like was a long transition into it. I've always been just singing. Like I kind of come from the church singing. So I just sang all the time, but I didn't really think like, oh, I'm going to be a singer until later when I started writing my own story and had something to write, then I wanted to sing it. Got it. Got it. That's cool. That's cool. Did you remember like the first uh, song you were able to compose like from, from start to finish that you'll say, wow, this is a song. Like original? Yeah. Like the first one, like recap memory. Um. Wow. I, I would have to say it would be my promo single, I say, that I put out last year called A Song Away From Me. It's one of my biggest songs, actually. Um, it was it was such a it was a weird time in my life when I was writing it, and I was listening to a lot of one of my inspirations, Mariah Carey, and it's like one of her songs really inspired this song, like not directly like cutting from it, but just the inspiration that she was giving me from the song. I wanted to give that. So, like, I really just poured my heart into it and just sung it a cappella and worked with one of the producers I named to just craft the music around it. And it was such a different way of making music that I've never made before, really. Got it. What, 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 what like, if you had to pick a style, what's, what, what style of music would describe to you? Because I've heard, I, I, I heard a little bit from your website, and it's like very, I don't want to say futuristic, but it's very like you, you, it gets you into the feel, you know, like the vibe, as one would say, which I definitely enjoy that. <laughs> well, like I try not to have a definition. Like I usually do say, like, I'm you just go with the flow. Yes. Like I try not to have a box. Like I'm very unboxable when it comes to genres. So if you had to, like, I labeled last project alternative. And I might just label this one pop because mm-hmm. those are like the loosest labels that I can think of. Okay, that's fair enough. What um so when you talk to talk to me about like what do you listen to when when like that really inspires you? It's like they're saying, hmm, this gets me going. I'm feeling something here. Let me get a pen and paper. Well, I do have I do have what I call a musical table. And it's like these four major artists who like I can listen to all day long and they always spark something in me. And in no particular order, <laughs> it's Usher, Beyonce, Mariah Carey, and Prince. So like anytime oh, one of wow. their songs is playing, it just gets me going. And I try to take something from all of them to like create, I guess, Monroe <laughs> and how it is to be him on stage in the studio just how to perform. Nice, nice. So, you got what is do do we can you share the release date of the EP? We don't have a release date just Not yet. yet. Oh man, we're working Ooh. on the single releases first. Got it, got it. So we're gonna promote one at a time then. Yeah, got it. It'll be it. just like three, like so, two more singles, and then the project will come. Got it, got it. Now, are you are you signed with your own record label, or is basically really everything is independent? It's independent. I kind of got my own little management going, and uh, different people I work with to do promotion. 
So it's kind of it's not a one man show, but I kind of support. Like grabbed other people. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Got it. What did it, when was the first time that, like, what was that feeling when the first time you performed, the first time? First time. I do. Do you recall? Do you have memories of that? Like, um, well, I said okay. My first time on stage was a musical that I got a lead in, of course. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and it was um, which one was this? I think it was called Annie Get Your Gun. <laughs> really? And, yes. And and I did the actual Annie musical as well, but that was the first one, Annie Get Your Gun. It was some like high school production, but it was like during the summer. And I just did it because my parents wanted me to do something. So I just went there and as soon as I sang for it, they knew they wanted me in something. They didn't know for sure what. But they knew they wanted me for something. And I, I never was on stage before that. But I just always loved it, studied my table that I was talking about, and just knew, oh, once I get up there, I'm going to kill it. And I always say this, show night, I'm behind the curtain. We're all behind the curtain getting together. And I'm sitting there, or standing there, and I'm, like, shaking like, I can't do this. I need to run off the stage right now. <laughs> what am I doing here? And as much as like my insides were trying to run, my body stood still. And like the second the curtains cracked open, oh, I was in character. I was singing, I was dancing, I was remembering all my lines. I even had a moment where I did fall, but perfectly fell right behind the, the <laughs> curtain. So nobody knew, <laughs> but I was very much into it, like very into it. As soon as the lights hit me, something just snapped and turned on because I'm usually super shy about everything. Mm-hmm. But as soon as those lights come on, it's it's Monroe. I just become someone else and get very much into it. Nice. Is from uh, Robbie Ramore your real name? Well, yeah, Monroe is my middle name. It's spelled differently, but... Robbie Monroe is, it's the, it's the character. It's, it's that who I, you are, who you want to yeah. live. <laughs> yes, exactly who I want to be all the time, but can't <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. What's, what's the difference between like when you first started and now that you've been doing this for quite some time? You know, you you you've you've got a flow experience, which is key, right? What's what would you say would be the difference between back then and now? Well, back then, I did a lot of remix records. So, and I say record because it, it's basically mixtapes, mm-hmm. but like I'm singing, so I don't say mixtape because people think I'm rapping on it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. doing all that. I tried to, I think I kind of made myself a, what do they call it? Not a boot camp. Well, yeah, I guess artist development Mm -hmm. by just doing that. Like I learned how to write and how I like to write and what's the certain vocal things I always do Mm -hmm. and what type of sounds that I keep gravitating toward. I really like learned who I was as an artist and all that. Mm -hmm. And now coming into making original professional music, I I know 
I do know, not not kind of. I do know exactly what I want to do, how I want to do it, what I want it to sound like. Like this time around, I feel like I'm bugging my producer because I keep saying, change this, change that, add this, add that every five seconds. Because I just know I'm so much more sure than I was before. Yeah, I know. Uh, and and like you said, I was I was hearing a couple of them. You definitely have a different sound in where like it's it's I like it because it's not it's not the same shit you hear every day. Mm-hmm. You know that you can tell that you know it's it's you're developing something. Mm-hmm. You're you're at you're you're at the middle right right now. You're at the middle, and where you know you keep practicing your craft you know, writing, you know, vocals, you know, things that as an artist always do to prepare, you know, perfect their craft and become that iconic entertainer. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I really saw, heard when I, when I uh, heard your music and, and, you know, I said, this is different. I like this, which Thank is you. very important. I'm glad that you, you're able to, like even in the bio you have, what you mentioned now, like you, you, you want to be unboxed. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, I don't know if you know who's Ryan Leslie, right? You know, yeah. producer, or whatever he, he always says in his songs or the video he does, you know, you can't keep them in the box because you don't, you don't want to limit yourself as an artist. You know, you don't want to be known for uh, one type of genre, which is like the, 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 you know, the people you you mentioned, they're they like that. They got different, rarity, vers- versatile, right? In a sense, yeah. what is um, what is one of your goals? You know, once you you, like you know, you hit the stage, you you actually, I don't want to say make it, <sighs> but it come to a point where like, you know, not everyone is singing your songs. Everybody's is you know detailing. Everybody wants to be in your life. You're saying what's the goal? Mm-hmm. Is it to be on stage? Like, what is your goal? Like, once let's say once you make it, right? Mm-hmm. Besides making it, the financial um, yeah. purpose, or you know, the the gains, right? What is one of your goals that you would like to obtain? Oh, <laughs> I always say this because I want it to be true. I want a driver. <laughs> I do not like driving. I want oh, that. Oh, shit. That's different. <laughs> like, I don't like driving at all. So I want a driver. That's a goal. Um, well, that's, then- that's, that, that's that definitely something that's notice- noticeable once you realize you made it. Yes. Yes. Everybody has a driver. I need a driver, too. <laughs> um, but outside of that, I definitely... I'm back and forth on feeling like it's my mission, but like it's not my responsibility to show that especially a Black artist can be everything. Like the genre shouldn't be just one thing or when you see them, you automatically assume what they sing, how they sing and everything, that it can be something different. And all the people who like other things, you can like other things. It's okay. You can get into it. And I love, like the artist that I mentioned, how when they try different sounds or different genres, people still at least tried it because they like them. Mm-hmm. 
And that's what I really want to get into and do different things. So even if they don't fully love it because they like me, they'll at least try to get into it. And then maybe a different artist that they hear the same genre of, they'll give it a chance and be like, oh, well, that was really good. I really like this. And somehow support everyone. Yeah, I definitely get that. That's definitely a, a huge stigma within the music industry. I mean, you know, you just... You gotta, you gotta, and it's not just for you, but like in general, you gotta just like you do music. Anybody mm-hmm. asks, I do music, mm-hmm. you know, because like you can, you know, a rap song can inspire you, like a, a rock song would inspire you, like a, a jazz song, you know, different genres. Like the, the, the source of, the, of inspiration is endless. Mm-hmm. So who's to say that, you know, you wanna be stuck in, you know, a rap, right? And and it gives you, like I said, it gives you, you, it gives you like a limited potential. Yes. Because That's like cool. if if you take rap, rap is a young man's game. <sighs> like it's not worse looking at a fifty years old trying to be a fifteen year old. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. And then pop, it's a it's also a really young game, right? Mm-hmm. And you you have to be always promoting a certain image to basically keep up with the times, and you know it's not really, it, it it doesn't become music anymore. Yeah, and I, and I think we need a little bit more of that. Yes, indefinitely. Like I love, I still like when older artists who have done certain genres still come out and do it. Or maybe slide into something else. And it seems like, well, why are they doing that? But it's because they're an artist. And like the ageism of it all is just, mm-hmm. that needs to stop. Because if it's a good song and it's they're song. 50 or 70, it doesn't matter. Like just love it as much as you love the new person. Mm-hmm. Like it, it really shouldn't be mattering like that. Yeah. I also think it's it, it's like, because you have you have major producers and writers that like it's you know sometimes what you're saying in your song mm-hmm. you know what 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 what's the message you're sending and you know as you as you go more in the industry there's some you know some producers that will want this image and writers to stick this image and they will stick it to you know let's say a Mariah Carey which she doesn't need it but using that example right. And it doesn't fit well with her. This is not her. Because music is supposed to be... When you do music, it's supposed to be part of the evolution as you as a person. Yeah. Like, your 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 first album shouldn't be like your second album. Yeah. Right? Like, Usher. Yeah. Like, when Usher brought out Confession, that shit just blew, right? Because mm-hmm. in that whole project is him talking about his experience but his evolution as a person yeah like if you hear uh confession versus uh was it raymond versus raymond oh. it's two different albums right like yes. you know like, uh raymond versus raymond he's like he's getting a divorce mm-hmm. right it's like one album was like uh was that was like daddy's home oh right uh- 
Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Raymond Raymond uh, versus Raymond's a different album. Yeah. Like now he's getting divorced. That shit got real. Mm-hmm. So like <laughs> I I like I like the storytelling and where like it can help you grow as a as a person and help the audience grow as well. Yeah, I do love how like real songwriter types like a. I guess for a good example, Adele, that 19 album versus the 30 album, that's a divorce mm-hmm. album as well. She wasn't singing about divorce at 19. Mm-hmm. She was singing 19 stuff and then 25 stuff and now 30. And like, if your audience can grow up with you, like, that's a great thing. If you actually grow up <laughs> and with them, yeah. they won't leave you. But also, if you're already at a certain age, like random mid 20s, like I am, then coming in i guess you gotta really just focus on just general life stuff because you're not like creating songs that are like growing up you already grown up and have experiences so you can write songs from like past experience kind of like Mm -hmm. warnings like these are the red flags but other than that you just have to start making stuff that's bigger and better and sticking to one particular genre i feel like will stifle that for me, at least. No, it's definitely it, it. It um, it definitely affects your your your. What does it say? Create creativity. Mm-hmm. You know, because not everything. You know, it's like you got an album, right? It's ten songs long. It's like you don't want to hear the same thing. You want to you, you want you want to hear something that's going to take you and in, in a you know how I like to say like an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. You know, it makes you feel every you know type of emotion from happy sad you know anger you know crogs you know something like that right <laughs> to get you going um at least what i heard uh the music you have out that's that's what i felt like i, oh. I felt i felt the writing and but i also found some songs like okay i see where he's going you know you get that feeling you want mm-hmm. you want something you're able to vibe out to Yes, that first EP was very much, I'll say it was a history because like there wasn't really any, I guess, current situations in there except for maybe the bestie song because that's just about my friends. But (laughs) (laughs) other than that, there's no real, like I wasn't really writing from a current perspective because it was more of an introductional uh, project. And now as I'm going, now the introductions are about to be over then we're going to start, like, I'd like to write about the past because I have a past. So I like to write about it, acknowledge it, grow from it. I went to school for psychology. So I have a degree in counseling. So, like, I'm heavy into that. And counsel yourself. You know, help yourself. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> so if I can heal myself through the music, then hopefully it heal someone else. But I do like to sometimes talk about future things or current things if something's going on. But generally, I like to chill. Regular Robbie likes to chill. So that's what happens. But like sometimes I'll start up some drama just to have a song or whatever. That's dope. I mean, there's a, there's a, you could write about a lot of things. You know, you, you don't definitely have to write about your experience, right? You're like, shit, just turn on the TV. You know, people, some, you know, fucked up shit is going on in the world, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, you just look outside and somebody arguing about some type of relationship. So, like, 
the source of inspiration everywhere is, you know, is how you tell your, the story, right? Yes. Every time I watch a, because I like Lifetime, the network. <laughs> Bro, Lifetime. So, I'm scared time, of Lifetime, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Every time I watch a movie from there, like, I think of a song every single time, like, not just, like, the killer movies, but, like, some of the, like, the loving <laughs> ones, too. I'd be thinking of a song where, like, if they're in a fight, I'd be thinking of, like, that situation as a song. So, yeah, I do get inspiration just from, like, like anything. One time I wrote a whole song just because I saw this coat that I didn't get. But, like, I saw this coat. And I was like, this is a really fire coat. And I just started writing a whole song just based off of it. And it, like, sparked other ideas. And it's not just about a coat. But, like, it sparked other ideas from that. Yeah. And it's wild how randomly I can get inspired on something. Yeah, you, do you write songs being petty? <laughs> I love a petty song. Have I wrote a petty song? No. No, I haven't written a penny song yet. But I did try to write I did write a song and name drop people that I was having like an issue with. Mm-hmm. I didn't really get it though. But but I say that was petty because it was it was descriptive, it was names, it was too much. And I was like, Oh, this is a lawsuit. So I just didn't put yeah. that out. Yeah, so if you ever write something like that sounds petty, but descriptive in a way people fans your fans or anybody can like gravitate to and they'll say no names and make it into like a uh one of those stadium songs so you, mm-hmm. you can go on a stadium tour yo you'll be a fucking billionaire yes that's, right? that's what i'm trying that's a goal right there that's another goal to make another one like that i tried to do that with the last ep the i'm good love and joy song which is mm-hmm. another popular song but it's really just throwing shade to like every one of my exes. <laughs> and I name something specific in each and every line. So like they'll they'll know. It's it's like very obvious references, but that's as close as I think I get to that right now. <laughs> got it, got it. Have you ever written for anybody else besides yourself? Like have you branched out in other ways doing music? I, I've written songs for other people, but like they haven't like done them or I haven't fully finished it. Like I'll get the idea and I'll start like drafting it, but then don't finish it. <laughs> and I want to sometimes, but then like I'm working on my own stuff. So like when I have like, I guess more free time to do stuff for other people, then I will. Because I can think of songs all day. I mean, if definitely, if they pay you, I mean, that's a big motivation, right? Yes. I give you some type of royalty. Oh, yeah. That's something I definitely want to get into, songwriting for others. But I, I just right now focus on myself. And right now, whatever I do create randomly, if it's not for me, then I put it in a category of like, oh, songs I'm going to give to other people. But like none of them are finished, so I don't want to just hand them unfinished stuff right now. What do you What do you think about the business aspect of music? That's something because I, I, you know, I got I have I always encounter you know artists and where you know everything is a passion. You know they, they love the music, you know, and all this, and that's fine. But it comes to a point where like, okay, the business side. That's for some, it's easy. 
for others is difficult and for others it's just a, a learning process yeah it's a lot it's it was so much to where i'd say like my real start to even making the ep was a year prior to even going to the booth because i was looking up the countless things you have to do before you even put out a song you have to sign up to all the little uh PR the copyright and there's so many little things that you have to do and then I was kind of because I'm independent I was figuring out should I go with DistroKid or TuneCore and I decided on TuneCore for like this website situation but I couldn't really understand it and then DistroKid seemed a lot more artist friendly so I just went with them and like I'm happy there. I'm not like don't come for me. But <laughs> but like it was a lot to even try to think about which one I should go to and what's the benefits and what's the money gonna be like that you gotta spend because you gotta spend all the time with them. And it, it's just it's just so much to where like I got into it because I'm very studious. So like I got into it. I, videos left and right I was watching and looking up stuff, reading up contracts of everything. But then at a certain point, when I had a manager, they hooked me up with uh, Code 3 Records, who is a money management company. And they pretty much managed all the Finance. all the stuff, like submitting it to BMI and SoundScan and trying to get on Billboard and all of that. They do all of that. And so I don't have to worry about that part so much. They send me screenshots and everything, but... I don't have to really focus too heavy on that because that is a true job when you really have to break down doing all of it. It's really not for the week. So Yeah, it's a lot. It's yeah. A lot. So it's really it's to focus on the music side and have a management that can do all that because it's so much stuff just to put out one song. Yeah, yeah. I definitely I'm very because you know, I'm in uh media journalist. That's what I mm-hmm. consider myself and my brand when try to build i i'm very pro self-education when it comes to that you know because we can sit you know how do i say this because you know the the music industry you know videos clip content is always artists mm-hmm. always feel getting ripped off you know uh especially a lot of artists sign at a very young age and not knowing what they're signing so i, I encourage you don't need to know everything. Mm-hmm. Just need to know what your what is yours. You know, comes to money, ownership, uh, things of that nature. Because as you know, time has progressed. We all know now and learn that you know some a company signing you, it's just giving you a a loan, like if yes. you get a loan to buy a house or a car. So mm-hmm. that's that's very. That's I like I like to preach that. That's very important. Because there are, you know, talented artists like yourself and where, you know, their their music won't be get won't be heard because these miscellaneous things they weren't able to understand or have the right support or team mm-hmm. that can contribute for them succeeding. Yeah, and I definitely, like, I don't know everything. <laughs> like, as much as I did even learn in, like, that, what, six, seven months of me doing it myself, 
I'm sure there was a lot more because even when I started with the company, they were telling me things I didn't even see trying to Google. <laughs> I didn't even kind of find that. You didn't but, even know it ex- existed. Exactly. But like with everything, I say, well, I can read. So I'm going to read and just see what it is, what's it about, where is it going, have people explain it to me. Like if you explain it to me, enough times and you don't switch up too much then i can believe what it's saying because if you keep switching up then something might be something might be a lie in there so i gotta read it more detailed Mm -hmm. but i i will say i do definitely promote having a separate lawyer if you get into like the higher stakes of the industry having your own lawyer who actually knows like a music lawyer who actually knows every little petty thing they're gonna try to put in there and I've heard like a lot of a lot of the newer artists who come up, they talk about the contracts and how like any little thing you do is a part of the recoup that they're gonna have. Mm-hmm. Recoup is just the word for them. That's just that you, if they give you a certain amount of money, you gotta pay double depending on the uh, percentage or whatnot. Exactly. So when it you just, have like, yeah. but video. Like, it's great. It's amazing. You look good. But, like, you got to pay back that $10,000 mm-hmm. for that one music video that you did. And if your music doesn't sell out, then you're stuck actually having to pay that through other means and ways. And and all of that is just so... All of that is, is really unnecessary. I don't even know why people who don't do music is running the music industry, but that's another story. I mean, but, but it's 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 a business. It's a it's a business to make money. You know, it's mm-hmm. you know, one thing I'll say, like in any type of business you have, in any, you know, it could be I don't know, printing shirts, you know, doing music, you know, selling cars, the financial aspect of everything even the hospital is the same yeah yeah everything's the same and you know you you know i tell i tell you if you're gonna go independent you know open your own llc make it a music do everything through your business so that one day you have the default you can't pay back you you know you file bankruptcy or whatever the business goes and doesn't affect yeah. you as a, a you, you know, your social, your personal things, and then you can start all over again. And that's the beauty of, uh, of creating businesses. You can start how much you want. You can fail how much you want. You know? Yeah. I love that. I feel like, I don't know her whole backstory, but I feel like that's what Tanache did because she was independent and then got mm-hmm. signed and then went back to independence and is like thriving. But like her business and her money doesn't seem like it wavered like she had to go bankruptcy or anything. Mm-hmm. She had everything set and right. And I would love to be signed <laughs> properly. Mm-hmm. But like if something were to happen like that, oh, I would definitely try to get like all the knowledge and information I can to do something like she did and to try to get and keep those um those connections. Because like, yeah, the label puts you on TV and gets you in certain rooms, but if you make a real connection with a certain producer or someone, they'll still work with you just because you're not on label doesn't mean nothing. If you can make the song pop and get them money, then they're definitely gonna work with you regardless. Yeah, it's and it's all, all connections. Yeah, it's all really simple. It's 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 basically instead of you having somebody do it for you, the problem is 
you got to do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's all if you if they say if 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 you go open your own record label and the mm-hmm. bank approves you for ten k, a hundred k, right? You got to basically manage your money. So instead of the 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 label going and saying go to this studio or pay for it, you'll go to the studio you'll prefer. You know, you negotiate. Hey, how much for this session? Do it yourself. You're advertising. You manage. You got to do your numbers. You know what is the most affordable and more exposure. You know, less is more. Yeah. Uh, let you pass, but more exposure. You go there, right? Um, you'll set up your two, three lawyers, and where their job is to manage contract, what you own, what you know. You know, keep you updated, uh, and then submit your music to you know these streaming platforms. Right. The platform is there. The thing that's is the problem with these platforms is that it's over exaggerated. Yeah. So the the where the money goes in, which you're gonna take, let's say forty percent or maybe more depending, it's advertising, promoting yourself, for building your 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 um your fan base. Like I have, I have a good friend. I consider a friend. Uh, his name is John Sylvester III. Right? He came out. I, I, I speak to him all the time. I'm like, yo, just get a good group of five people, put money together, right, and go on a tour. You know, mm-hmm. find find a find a, a tour manager. You know, instead of you going through a label, do it yourself. Find somebody that's you know fit for you, works for you, mm-hmm. that you feel comfortable and you can trust. Rather than somebody else bring you somebody and you don't, you're not connecting. Because in order yeah. to be a good artist, you got to connect with people that that it fits you, your needs. Mm-hmm. It's like you, like you want a driver, but you you're not gonna want any anyone driving you around that you don't feel comfortable with, right? Yeah. So, you know, I told them put your money together, get your get your tour manager, somebody that that will connect the dots and put. Put whatever your genre or type of music you want to do will s- set you up in these venues, right? And you go on tour, and and that's how you get people to to know you, and and you know, you know, really grow your fan base because just promoting it on social media and these streaming platforms is not enough. Everything mm-hmm. when something they say it's monetized, or when they tell you it's monetized, that means it's already controlled. Yeah. That means the only way, the only possibility you really have to succeed in this game is you got to put a hell of money on advertisement, hell of money to promote yourself. And that's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be spending... I always <laughs> spend so much on promotion alone because I know, like, it's only ever going to get heard if somebody see it or mm-hmm. if somebody hears a snip mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Or, like... Like you can't get heard doing nothing. Just putting it up on SoundCloud or Spotify or anywhere doesn't immediately mean somebody's gonna see it. They could, but that's so whatever in a million chance is better to promote. And I don't know why. Like I used to hear like, oh, only real artists get discovered. Okay. When are you gonna promote yourself to get discovered? Like you can't just be sitting there. So that's what I I always try to do. That. That's what I think. What is it? Was I don't know the exact A and R. That's what we used to call them. The people who mm-hmm. actually went out and find people. See back then, mm-hmm. back then before we we lived in what we live now, 
there were people that actually had a like like baseball basketball scouters that would have to actually go out there and you know you know basically you know like on a safari hunt right and and hunt mm-hmm. for the the newest sound the the what talent was right and then yeah. find and bring it to the record label and if they see they were good they will sign them right there and then now now it's it's, it's a lot of people just doing garbage. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> you know, yeah. and kudos to them. But you, you know, you got yourself. You have to have standards for yourself. Yeah. You got you got to set yourself. See, like you, like I like the fact that you're you're not trying to limit it yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, there there's people that they'll stay stuck in a certain. Use example genre. Mm-hmm. And they have talent to do so much more. Yeah. But they're scared because of their fan bases. And then mm-hmm. that's affecting the money. And then that affects them being signed and all this and that. But you never take a chance. Then, like, how are you going to know? Like, for example, Beyonce, if she would have stayed doing the same type of music from mm-hmm. the first album, you would have been tired of her. But she kept doing something different every ever. And, like, people love that. Like a lot of people were kind of back and forth on this new album that she put out, but like oh, eventually, what, um, I forgot the name of it. Renaissance. Yeah. Renaissance was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She pushes Electro. herself to different things, mm-hmm. and that's that's what I think would would uh what people like because it's like, what's what are you gonna do next? Yes, that's what I want. That's the exact sentence that I want them to say every time. I'm even saying, oh, I'm coming out with something new. I want people to say, well, what is about to do next? Mm-hmm. And what's great about yeah. that is like, you don't, you're not giving yourself expectations. You're just going with the flow, you know, mm-hmm. but if you're able to, you know, shut, you know, shut the tune off, shut the radio and stop listening to anybody and just go with your flow, you're able to most likely succeed than, you know, being, you know, being, hearing everybody, what's next? Can you do anything next? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely, even now, <laughs> even now, I'm in competition with myself. Like, I want to have what I do next be better, and then that next thing be better. And, like, that's all I'm focused on. Like, any contemporary, like, whether I like it or not, I'm more focused on what I'm doing and how I'm doing. And that's really going to bring, I guess, more people to me because they're like, well, this is totally different. Yeah, because I'm not like focusing on other people. I'm just doing what I want to do, what I like. If you like it too, then come on. Boom, there you go. <laughs> have you have you ever thought about collaborating with anybody? Yes, actually. On the next single, it will be a collaboration. It's going to be a rap feature. Nice, nice. Can we can we can at least know the name of the person you do it or you want it to be a surprise? I want it to be a surprise. All right. Can we get at least the title of the name? <laughs> it's a one-worded uh, single. So it's one-worded, the title. There you go. It's, it's, I'll say it's more... Oh, I'll say it's more risque lyrically than I've ever done. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's dope. That's dope. All right. So, we yet have no date. For, for for the EP, but you will be as of today, right? Or 
uh, releasing episodes. Uh, I mean, sorry, um, songs. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm, I'm looking forward. Very intriguing, very mysterious. I like this. Thank you. <laughs> um, before we before we go, can you do you have any advice that you can give anybody who's trying to start his themselves doing music, get into music industry? Advice. Um. Uh, definitely <laughs> musically because if somebody tells you who you are then you're going to be struggling from the gate um, read if you know how to read then read because don't just sign anything just because they're flashing money in your face definitely read everything and stay true to you boom I like that uh, before we go, please tell the people where they can find you at. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, all under Robbie Monroe. Well, Instagram's uh, Robbie been here forever. Boom. Uh, so there you go, guys. Go follow him. Go support him. Um, go check out his brand new single uh, and wait for his EP. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be dope. Um, and thank you for joining me. Have a good night, guys. I'm out.